Mark? Yes, Doug? I'm thinking about following a Twitter page. Anyone in particular? Well, I was thinking I really like American football, and I'm really a fan of Bants. Hard Bants. <laughs> Bants with a Z? <laughs> yes, Craig. Bants, Bants with a Z. Said, I am interested. What? 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 <laughs> what, what <laughs> Hello and welcome. It is week 22 of the Long Snapper Pod. Uh, I'm Craig uh, and I'm joined by Mark... Dougie and Adam, how we doing, gents? Good, good. Just pour good, some good. cider. Nice, nice. Probably hear that in the background. I've got, I've gone for red wine. You know how we do it, classy and that. Red wine and hip hop. Don't know. So, uh, if you've listened before, you know we like to kick off with a quiz. Um, Adam's done the honors this week. I have. I'm, I hopeful that you're going to like it. Um, it's a a bit inspired by one Mark did about three or four weeks ago with the, the lists thing. Quizzes um, have but, been good recently. Quizzes have been good, mate. I've got to be honest. No know, pressure. If they, if they ain't, if no they pressure. ain't broke. No, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. No, Don't fuck it up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be me that's fucking them up. Um, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> exactly. Um, Do you remember last time you did a quiz, it was nigh on impossible. <laughs> no, you're going <laughs> to... Give the man a well, chance. Give the man a chance. <laughs> He's got a lot of shit before he started. Isn't he? <laughs> we will see. We will see. Uh, it's down to well, it's down to you guys and how much bottle you've got. Basically, I've got five lists that we're going to go through. Um, the, I'm going to name each one, and then the three of you are going to auction to see who thinks they can name the most entries on that list correctly. Okay. For example, Craig, if you think you could name six from the first list and you're the highest bidder, you'll get six points if you can do six. If you can't do six, it doesn't go on offer, but the points are shared between the other two. Oh, hello. So Mark, and, Mark and Doug will get three points each without having to do anything. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. That's a naughty little <laughs> quiz, that one. Yeah, that's, so, that's kind of original as well. Fair play. Let's hope it's not shit, because that <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> it, could, it could well be. Um, the first list. So I think shout out if you've got a bid, and then we'll... I've never been an auctioneer, so we'll see what happens. Um, but <laughs> Maybe I can drum up a little sound think- effect for that. Let's get the auction underway. On the first cow here, uh, who's got 55? And there we go, as if by magic it's here. Um, <laughs> the first list is how many states can you name that have hosted a Super Bowl? So, any, any uh, early bids? <laughs> one. One, nice. <laughs> Any advance on one? Bid in six. Okay. Wow. Bid of six. Bid of six I'm from, from Doug? I'll go seven. Seven, okay. Any advance on seven? Oh, so one. they can do this. They can negotiate. You can haggle like a real auction. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Any advance on seven? Going once, going twice. Sold, I guess. Mark, you in the chair. California. Florida. Two. Now, does the, the one in New York, would that count as New York or would it be that, a that's Jersey? For you to, that's for you to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana. 
Um, Georgia. Atlanta must have posted one. Sure, that's that's four. Michigan. Michigan is five. Um, it's tough when the spotlight's on you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. This is difficult. <laughs> um, you know, um, take take as long as you need because no one's got to edit this. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> right, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Texas, Texas must have had one. It's had uh, several. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the host city is New Jersey because it was in New Jersey when it was the. You would be correct. Get it. There's, there's, wow, there's seven. He has. He's got seven points on the board. I could get two, at least two more. Well, just for fun, go for it. <laughs> Indiana, Arizona. Yes and yes. The other one is, has another one coming up, actually. It's Minnesota. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's not too much geography in the rest of these. Uh, the second one... Quite simple, but a lot of answers. So we'll see how high this goes. It's simply naming any player who has won the Heisman Trophy. So let's get the auction underway. Four. A bit of four. Five. Six. Eight. If, if it helps, the, high, the first Heisman Trophy was... Um, nine. Thirty-five. Nine. Nine. Oh, you've stitched yourself. There's no way you're getting nine. There's no way. Going once, going twice. I think, it, I think it's no, I'll great. Take, I'll take the three four and a half points, thanks. <laughs> I think I think right. you can do I can that. that. If he gets one wrong, is that his go over? Yeah, that's what yep, I'm going to say. It. Oh, oh, really? You're fucked, mate. There's no way you do. I could do like the last. I could do the like the last four or five, but oh, I'm just going to get the risk to, to for the sake of editing. I'm going to get the risky ones out of the way early. Um, oh, okay, bold. Well, right, I o- think it's going to help help the o- o- OJ, Herschel Walker, Mark Ingram. Yeah, good shout. Derek Henry. Four. RJ3. You're looking RJ3. at your phone, you cheating git. What's in your hands? Fucking prick. <laughs> up there. Oh, you fucked my four as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> by, by the way, Craig, it's RG3, but we'll let you off. Yeah. Yeah, what that's... Are? How many is that? That's five. Mariota. That's six. Reggie Bush. Seven. Wrong, 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 wrong. No, wrong. no, I'm having. He did win it. Yeah, but he, he gave, gave it back. back or not? He gave it yeah, back, yeah, and yeah. it counts okay. in the records as not having won it. Oh, let me get back to my thought process. Let me get back to my thought. Process. <laughs> no, I'm having that. I am accepting that as an Thank answer. You. That's seven. Right. <laughs> this whole quiz has got an asterisk against it now. Yeah. Tim Tebow. Peyton. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did not win the Heisman Trophy. So we get four and a half points each. Johnny Mansell. Johnny Manzett, oh, I was in a Cam, group. Cam Newton. Cam. Cam. I had Geno Smith. And I thought of Cam early as well. Oh, Did Geno Smith win it? Geno Smith, no. Oh. Jameis Winston. Winston. You could have had Sam Bradford, oh. Matt Liner, Carson oh, Palmer. That's so unlucky. Oh, I, I was nailing that. I think you boys fucked me there. That's yeah, that was the idea. <laughs> yeah. So Mark's, Mark's on 11 and a half. You're on four and a half. Craig gets a score. We'll uh-huh. speed it up a bit. The next list, you've got to name any team who appeared in a Super Bowl in the 1990s. And just to clarify, that does not include the 1999 season where the Super Bowl was in 2000, but does include the 89 season where the Super Bowl was in 1990. So any team who appeared in the Super Bowl in the 1990s. Any bits? Two. Four. 
Six. I'm let's go. Seven. Going once, going twice. Seven. Sold. Seven. Seven, he's in the chair again. Okay, the bills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they only, you can only count them once. Yeah, I get I got that. Um, so they they played the Giants, yeah, uh, the Redskins and Three. the Cowboys. That's four. Um, 49ers must have been in one in the 90s. That's five. Um, Packers. Six. Beat the... Um, the first year they got there in ages was the Patriots, I think. And that's seven. Yeah. Done. Done it. Absolutely monstered well it. Get in. Absolutely superb. You could have had the Broncos, of course. Oh, God, in, yeah. A bit in three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Falcons somehow and the Chargers you could have had. Okay, there's a bit of a leader here, but two lists to go, but the opportunity to, to score a few points here. The next list, or anybody who has scored over 1,500 points as a kicker in their career. <laughs> Just so you know, Craig, you need 19 to beat Mark. <laughs> well, you must need at least 15, so we'll both up Shit's Creek, mate. 14. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start it out then, 14. Wow. Blimey. Is there 14 Are there that the many list? kickers? Are there? <laughs> that amount. That's got over how many points? 1,500 points. <laughs> Surely 1,500 not. or more. Um, I will be astonished if you can name 14 of these, but there are more than 14. Okay. And I, I, I think that's I'm sold. Staying, I'm staying silent, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I've got to get this right. Otherwise, yeah. the next question I'm looking at needing to get 26 correct answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got a free seven points. <laughs> All right, I've got, then, a so. I've got a free seven points. Morton Anderson. Vinatieri. Goskowski. He's got 1,394. Oh, man. Oh, stands. Out early doors. Sweet. Seven. Seven more points in so the what bag. Do I, what do I need now, then, Adam? 26 to 19 you'll need, Craig. Um, All right. Are there 19 on this? There might be. All right, let's do it. Um, is that your bid straight away? What's the question? What's the question? The question is, Super Bowl starting quarterbacks from either team from 2000 onwards. So the end of the 1999 season, 2000 Super Bowl to yes, the present he, day. Nineteen. <laughs> is that is, is firstly I should just say is anyone going to outbid the nineteen? I think that's unlikely. Um, Although no, I, theory, I just want to I, see, just... I just want to see this happen. I, I think I think we have to let him have a go. Yeah, I'm never going to get nineteen. You've got to get nineteen starting of... quarterbacks from the two thousands between two thousand and yeah, <laughs> starting. Give him a minute and a half. Go on. Start. Starting. I'm never going to get it. I can't even. I can't. I can think of two quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Three, four, three. Start, start with those. Two, That's my advice. One. All right. Go. All right. So two thousand ten. So Big Ben, Eli, Drew, Brett Favre. No. No. Oh, that's painful. Right, seven. It's too far back. It's too far back. Shit. I think Mark wins the quiz on Mark wins. 35, 35 points. And uh, Doug, you've got 13, 14. It's a, it's a landslide, boys. Play me my music. 15, mate. 15. <laughs> 14. How many quarterbacks are on there, Adam? There were 20. 
Go on. Oh, shit. Go on. <laughs> run, them, run them really quickly. Run them really okay, quickly. Okay, quickly. Steve McNair, Kurt Warner, Trent Dilfer, Kerry Collins, Tom Brady, Brad Johnson, Rich Gannon, Jake DeLome, Donovan McNabb, Matt Hasselbeck, Big Ben, you said, Rex Grossman, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Flacco, Colin Kaepernick, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. Oh, Jake, there we go. Jake yeah. DeLome. Bloody hell. Rex Bloody Grossman. Hell. He yeah. has started yeah. a Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Nice one. Uh, well, well done, Mark. Yeah, nice. Good Good job, Adam. Thanks, mate. Right. Yeah, another <laughs> cracking crew. Thanks for coming, boys. All right. Before we, uh, before we move on to the game reviews, I will take the time to just say, uh, if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Twitter is Long Snap Pod. If you're on Facebook, like the page and that, get involved. And you can get us on SoundCloud and iTunes Long Snapper Podcast. So, moving into the week's games, um, let's uh, let's start with Dougie's Chiefs took on the Broncos at mile high. Came down to a field goal. Gentlemen, gutsy decision uh, to go for the win and to trust a D or D play for overtime. Uh, gifted the Chiefs or the Chiefs showing that they're they're a, a real team. Uh, what what was the verdict? So the verdict was that it was one of the best games I've seen this year for excitement, for everything. I absolutely loved it. And the ending was ridiculous. The the call at the end, overtime, the lot just had everything. What a game. Dougie, you must be cock-a-hoop. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yeah, yes. Wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> did you just say cock-a-hoop? Cock-a-hoop. Yeah. I did just say cock-a-hoop. All right, cool. And we just carried on like that. Was, that, was not, that was cool. I said nothing. Is it only me? <laughs> Jesus. All right, sorry. <laughs> Go on, Doug. <laughs> We've lost Craig. He's gone. He's gone. He's checked out. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah, it's a great win. We've beaten the Broncos. It's still going. Still going. Um, we've, we've beaten the Broncos uh, at home in their own backyard, but massive warning signs. I, I, sorry, the game was just too exciting. You could be you could be miserable about your team if you like, um, but I, if if that were if that were the Titans that had gone into Mahai and got that win in the manner that it was, you know, eight points down driving up the field when they hadn't looked like doing much with their offense all game to suddenly convert and get the two point conversion and take it to overtime, win it with a kick that goes in off the upright. I mean, so basically, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. And I was lucky in that my, I, I, I've still got this chesty cough and it's making me wheeze and my wheeze woke me up at 4am. So I managed to watch, <laughs> I managed to watch the last two minutes of uh, regulation and then uh, overtime, which was uh, pretty pretty good. But why can't Alex Smith get no love? Yeah, and and this is this is the issue, right? So Alex Smith, if you look at his career as a whole, and bearing in mind he played on some really rank 49ers teams, really really rank 49ers teams, but he's got a career. Two, two to one win-loss ratio. So if you go with that over a career, you, if you've got Alex Smith as your quarterback, you're going to end up 10 and six more times than you don't. And a lot of teams would give yeah. quite a lot for that. He's thrown for three straight, three and a half thousand yard seasons. You know, he's, he's on pace to break, uh, to go over that again f- in the fourth season. But he's just uninspiring and he's he's just the, you sort of, 
your journey. Well, it's not even a journeyman. There's just something about him that doesn't capture the imagination. And I think it's because he's not very interesting. Is it because the Chiefs never throw the ball downfield, or at least don't do it very often? It's dink dong football, isn't it? I'm it's, not sure. They, they that's right. Because it's okay. So, what do you reckon it is? I just don't think he's he, he doesn't he's not flashy, is he? There's nothing flash about him. He's like beige. He's a beige quarterback. <laughs> and listen, listen, I you know I've been deep diving deep into the stats about Alex Smith because I've got nothing better to do. And there, there, there's a really great website if you if you're a, a stats nerd. Um, it's called let me just find what it's called NFLsavant.com, right? And you can go on there and you can find anything out you want. And and it has a, a rating structure where any number of quarterback statistics can be looked at and and they're all graded out of 100, 100 being bang average, right? There are 10 categories on that website for quarterback rating. Alex Smith has a rating within five points of 100 on eight of them. He is the dictionary definition of average and that's why he doesn't get any love. But what he does have is an intangible way of winning games that sort of doesn't get the appreciation because... When the Chiefs are comfortable, he doesn't do anything flash. I thought this game was basically like two, was two and a half quarters of Von Miller versus Justin Houston. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then after that, it kind of it came to life a little bit. Um, and, and only really for the Chiefs because of Tyreek Hill, who has, for me, come a little bit out of nowhere, but looks like a real, like a real quality player. Um, but then it ended up, being quite exciting in the end. I thought it was, yeah, decent game and um, the Chiefs somehow are really, really relevant considering they're I, so boring. I think that's why I loved the end so much was that you just didn't see it coming. Sometimes in a 40-35 no. shootout, you can kind of get that the team who has the ball last is going to score a touchdown. You just, it just came from nowhere. I was expecting to just make the observation that the Chiefs have a left-footed punter three quarters in and then suddenly everything happens at the end at once. And I mean, yes, you could say, yeah, obviously there are better offenses out there, but excitement at the end, I just, I'm, you can tell as, as, as I say, cock so, a hoop. I think you in this game, Adam need to get a room. So do we, it would literally just we... be boring missionary though with Alex Smith, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so do we think that the, uh, the format of overtime now has played a part in Kubiak's decision to to try and kick the field goal uh, at, at mile high. Is that a gutsy call? And then trust his defense to to hold it out, or, or, or was this was it was it foolish? Uh, kicker had never made that length in his career. Uh, if it's Andy Reid, do we do we think that's a, a, a an aggressive decision? I I think it comes down to the fact that he didn't believe the Chiefs' offense could drive all the way down the field. And uh, and score, I think that's what it was. It was a total lack of respect for the Chiefs, which drove that decision. I, I think it percentage-wise was t- a terrible decision because they didn't actually have to go that far down the field. I mean, from where mm. that field goal's missed, they're practically midfield anyway. They only need another twenty or so to put themselves in field goal range. Not a big ask. Only ever happened six times, sixty-two yards or don't, more. Only ever, yeah. only ever happened six times in the NFL. I would I'm imagine really that four or five of them were at mile high, though, right? Yeah. So, and and there was Still a graphic. Not very often, though, is it? No, no, it's not. But six, there, six, there was there was a graphic NFL that came history. up that, that the kicker said that he was comfortable from sixty in pregame. So, I don't know. I'm glad they lost because I hate the Broncos. 
<laughs> the worst Super Bowl Enjoy champions it. ever. So mo- moving on from the Broncos and uh, looking at Oakland making a case for being the best team in the AFC. Um, another fourth quarter drive, uh, winning touchdown from Derek Carr. H- how good are the Oakland Raiders? Are they Super Bowl contenders? Um, I I watched this game um, and I I think that they look really good. They, they they managed to like try and chuck it away, but I think defensively they're looking better. They've got good weapons on offense. They've got a good young quarterback who not only is playing well, but he also looks like Billy Joe Anson from Green Day, which uh, has got to help him out a little bit moving forward. Um, I I think the Raiders, if they can keep this momentum going forward, um, I think they are definitely in with a shout. I mean, Derek Carr. 25-point swing um, after the finger injury comes out effectively. That made, made a big difference, that. Yeah. They, 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 went, they went off the boil a little bit after the injury. And, uh, you know, comes back, effectively wins the game for them. Uh, I mean, is he, is he an elite quarterback? Is, is Derek Carr the, what the Raiders need to, to, to take them over the edge to make, make them real contenders? I mean, he is, like, like Mark says, he is at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's he's doing the business. Yeah, I, I mean, there's not that many this year that are playing better than he is. I mean, it's it's a bit like the the Cowboys discussion with Dak Prescott. I mean, he's winning. He hasn't done anything wrong. He perhaps you you almost want to see them do it over three four years to to believe it. But I, I don't see any reason not to. That's the fifth time this year he's had a fourth quarter scoring drive to go ahead or win so so he seems to be making a difference uh, at, at key points in the time you know clutch times um, conversely looking at former Heisman Trophy winner Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers I, I mean you know what's happened from the Super Bowl to to this a couple of big plays a couple of big plays we haven't seen from the Panthers maybe all year uh, scored some points as we said when Derek Carr went out but, you know, real problems at Carolina. Is this a Super Bowl hangover? Are they going to come back and be as strong next year? Or are there real problems in Carolina? I've really, really, really tried to find something that would say this is why the Panthers are worse than they were this time last year. And I couldn't really. The only thing I could really come up with was... Josh Norman? Pot- mm, yeah, not really. The, the only thing I could come up with was... They averaged over four yards per attempt on first down rushing last year, and this year they're averaging under three. So they're putting themselves in a lot longer second and third down situations, which may disrupt the offense. But in terms of like other aspects of the offense, they're they're hitting more deep throws. They're they're spreading the ball about. I, I've got a feeling it's without more to stats. do more to do with defense. Really. Without the yeah, I think without without the stats in front of me, like like you've continually got um, the, <laughs> the, the that's my job, man. That's my job. <laughs> it, it, it seems that's to be job. now, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't feel that the offense is any worse. I feel that the the defense last year was a machine. It was a mean defense, and we don't seem to have that feel anymore. I don't know. There's something, the offense, I think there's a swag that's missing about it that was there last year. They were coming out and I remember like coming to the playoffs at the end of the regular season. They were blowing teams away within the first couple of minutes of the game and they found themselves 28 nil up. And, you know, you didn't look like they were ever going to miss a pass and they just don't look like they've quite 
got that this year. It's not quite there. Cam's overthrowing people. Um, he's, he's missing. He's missing. Seem throws that last year he would have got. Um, and I don't know if it's just a mentality thing because they've got themselves. They're, they're lacking a bit of confidence, or they're, you know because they've got a losing record, they just don't quite have it mentally. Because last last year, I think they were going into games knowing that they were going to win before it even started, and they don't have that this year. It seems to me that they are, it's just not quite there in their heads. Confidence is massive, isn't it? You look at teams this season, Raiders have got that confidence that you yeah. felt the Panthers on a had roll. last year. But, Cowboys, I mean, Cowboys this year. It's you get on a roll, and it makes that much of a difference. Ab- absolutely, and and look, they've they've lost four games by a field goal or less. And they've lost to some really good teams, you know, Denver, Minnesota, Atlanta, Kansas City, Oakland. They've lost to good teams. They're not no-mark defeats, are they? Yeah. And the stupid thing is, they're still in it. Even at four and seven in the NFC South, it's ridiculous, but they're in it. Um, it's a couple of those, a couple of those defeats um, that have swung, that have gone their, the other team's way. They'd be right in this still, um, but I think it's just got on top of them a little bit. So we had, uh, for me, a shocker. I called Seahawks uh, too strong for the Bucks. Uh, turns out I was uh, sorely wrong. Seahawks suffering with some injuries and held to only five points. Um, a cause con- for concern in Seattle or, or a bit of a bump in the road. And, uh, and our Tampa emerging and peaking at the right time. This seems to be the type of game that the Seahawks chuck in every now and again, isn't it? Um, it was it was odd when I, I kind of I watched the, the, a bit of this at night because I was intending to watch the rest of it the next day, and I saw that it was like the same score at the end of the game as it was when I stopped watching halfway through the second quarter. Um, it, I, I don't know. Russell Wilson just seems to throw in these pie games every now and again where he doesn't throw any TDs, awful quarterback rating, can't find anybody, and they're just crap. Um, I think the Seahawks are a really good team, but they they've got it in their locker to have an absolute shit performance which is probably what will cost them I'm going to get a little sound effect for my stats like a little bike horn or something <laughs> like, a, like that or something um, a stat klaxon yeah stat, <laughs> a stat klaxon yes okay so a the stat klaxon is oh. just wonderful trademark um, so lads as you pointed out some stats for you um, second lowest QB, QBR for Russell Wilson ever 38 and he had one yard net passing at half time one yard I could do that I'm pretty sure I could do that <laughs> but the biggest stat of all this snaps a streak for the Seahawks of 98 straight games where they have led or been within a score going into the fourth quarter dating back to 2011 how do you like them apples mm. Mm. that was good a good stat Bum wow. performance, a real bum performance. So just an outlier, not not going to happen again? Well, it's happened twice this year, hasn't it? Yeah, the Rams game as well. The Rams game year. and the, the Cardinals game. And it seemed like Tampa Bay were ridiculously up for that game. Like something, there was something, I think, was it Werner's dad had died like on the Saturday? Maybe that was a rallying cry. They wanted to win it for yeah. Vern or something like that, you know. It, it and they came out flying, didn't they? It definitely reeked of a... We're winning this game no matter what performance. Their their defensive line looked like they were on speed. It was ridiculous. I've never, you know, I've never seen the Tam- Tampa defense look like that. But it's not. It's yeah. all, it, I didn't. I didn't watch the second half of it. I've, I've only seen the highlights of it. It was. All, it seems almost like the Seahawks assumed at halftime, "Oh, we're not going to win this because we're playing shit." So they didn't even bother. And like 
the Buccaneers didn't even have to do a huge amount in the second half. Strange old game. Strange old game. Craig and Mark, you'll like this. Sorry, sorry, just to... You remember United in the halcyon days of the mid-2000s? Oh, <laughs> Every good, now good and again, they're bunging a 6-3 against Southampton, wouldn't they? Yeah, 5 nil against, five nils against Newcastle. Exactly. I think it's one of those. They just Some days it just don't happen, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, you've got to think there's too much talent um, on that Seahawks team, that defence. Um, still going to be a feature. Um, I am curious to see how good Tampa are. I think they could be a fun team. Um, I just love, I think Adam, you talked about it last week. I just love watching uh, Jameis Winston and um, Mike Evans play, play football together, man. It is a, it's a thing. It's a thing to watch. I'd be interested to see how good the, the Seahawks were. If they were in that, they've fallen into a pretty crap NFC West this year. I'd be interested to see how well they were doing if those teams, if the Cardinals had still been good and the Rams had continued on an upward trajectory. Um, they've, they've kind of lucked out this year, I think, with how crap that division is. So I think that does us for reviews, but, um, you know, a very full-packed schedule of uh, NFL games. Anything anyone wants to comment on before we move? Uh, I thought Jared Goff looked decent in um, in their game. It started off well, um, was throwing the ball a little bit better. He's... He, you know, clearly going to stay as their starter, and I thought he looked pretty good. But it was <laughs> the thing that cost the Rams this week was the fact that their defense forgot to turn up. Um, Greg Williams having a bit of a shocker against the team who, we, where he used to be the coordinator, is quite funny. And you can see how pissed off he was getting on the sidelines, which I did enjoy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about my Jets, obviously, and uh, valiant, valiant in defeat, boys. Um, I hate the Patriots, man. How, should come, were you rooting still, for the Jets? Still lost. I was rooting were for the Jets because it would have meant our yeah, would have won yeah, and we'd have been 250 quid better off. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, that, that is true. Another reason not <laughs> to like the Jets. Not, but weren't you rooting for the Jets? Didn't you feel something? Didn't it feel like, come on, boys? I no. felt, I'm sorry, but I, yeah, I'd have obviously loved to see the Jets win. I would love to see the Patriots lose every single game they play. Um, but I just felt it was never quite going to happen. Yeah, they, there was always one more drive in Tom Brady and that evil, evil offense. I want to talk about uh, Hugh Jackson and nearly crying in a public interview. I know your team's wouldn't <laughs> you? Owen twelve <laughs> or whatever, you? but you knew what you were getting into, pal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can ever really know. Oh. It's, <laughs> I feel like it's like the black hole there. It's horrible. I, I feel bad for the man. Don't feel too bad for him. He's earning good money. Yeah, he'll be doing right. Uh, the other, the other thing as well was um, I don't know if you heard, guys, that they're they're potentially looking at reviewing the Thursday night football schedule, which I am all for because it's rubbish. Get rid of it. Nah, I'm not not a fan of Thursday night football. It's the the games are never never particularly good. They never seem to get like the the best games on a Thursday night. I don't mind the the Thanksgiving Day games because there's the history and the tradition around it. But teams playing on short weeks, they always hate it. There's always an advantage that they've then got over the teams next week. Um, they're never very good games. I'd get rid of Thursday night. Is is it that the games are on a Thursday, or is it that they feature every single NFL team at some point throughout the year? So we get. Yeah, the the Jags Titans every year that the world loves to mock, and we get the the Browns playing, and all of all of these teams that shouldn't be on prime time. Um, or 
you know, if if you stuck those games on a Monday and and mixed up the the schedule, is it just the fact it's Thursday? Is it's that the fact, the issue? It's the fact that it's Thursday night and you you go for multiple weeks during the regular season with only three late games on a Sunday. I'd rather move that Thursday to a Sunday night so you got another yeah another late game to go with the late slate rather yeah. than three late games. I think it's just messy with the team schedule though. They're constantly only having a short week to prepare for for that game. Um, and the, the, the NFL just seems to be going out of his way to try and make it exciting with all like these colour rush uniforms and all the jazz that they're trying to get around it, broadcasting it live on Twitter so that people give a fuck. Um, Throwing I, glitter on shit is what they're doing. Exactly. Hey man, I, li- I like colour rush and I like a Thursday night game. I like a Monday night game. I like the fact that it's just one game and I can actually watch a game of football. Well, that's, the, only a, thing I, the only thing I like about it is the fact that it's not another game you've got to follow on a Sunday. It, it exactly. does get, gets one out of the way to make it easier to review. <laughs> but I, I do like watching games of football. I do with, with Red Zone, with Fantasy. It, I rarely enjoy a game of football. So I, I do like the Thursday and the Monday night games just because it means on the following day when I wake up, I've got something recorded. I'm actually going to sit down and watch a game of football. I, I, like, I like the NFL. I like the access. I, I'm, I'm all for it, to be honest. Pats and uh, Raiders confirmed for Mexico City next year. And that would be okay. a good game. Yeah, yeah. She, she need to get that over. Yeah, why isn't that coming to London? We'll probably get stuck. Yeah, bloody forty niners against Jags. Or something. Uh, no, yeah, we'll get the forty niners <laughs> Jags. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, Rob. So I, I think that brings all your NFL stuff uh, to a close. However, do not despair because, of course, we will be talking fantasy. Big Ben, Bill Belichick, Taylor, Prescott. Fat Rob, Fat Rob, defensive players are idiots. <laughs> 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 I've actually not heard that. That's, <laughs> can, That's can good. You... <laughs> so, fancy football, gentlemen. Um, and I'm going to kick us off with players returning. Have you? Are you? Are you, are you happy? Um, have you got people stashed waiting for people to come back are you seeing some people come back from injuries giving you some points as somebody with both Doug Martin and Thomas Rawls no (laughs) (laughs) thanks a lot fellas you might as well still be injured (laughs) thanks for your help Um, yeah, it's it's tough, isn't it? Because like with someone like Sammy Watkins coming back, someone could have stashed him for a little while. He apparently is now bit, like he's been activated and he's looking to come back. But you just don't know if he's going to be. Well, he played, uh, didn't he? Yeah, he's did all right. You, 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 but you don't know if long term he's going to be fit, enabled at the point scoring machine that you need him to be. And because you probably drafted him in the first couple of rounds if you took Sammy Watkins, and you you just don't know. That's the problem. You just don't know. I, Rawls and Martin came back. I left, you know, you leave. My rule is, my hard and fast rule is, if your player's been out more than two weeks, you don't start him the first week they come back because they're always on a snap count. And that seemed to work last week. Neither player really did anything. And then this week, they didn't do anything either. So, what had the bollocks? It was a weird week in fantasy land, I thought, in terms of the people that are scoring the points aren't the people that you would think of at all it was a, it was a bizarre one i thought with top the top point scoring receiver i think was taylor gabriel of the falcons um you started him fair play to you deserve the win <laughs> if you if you started him you didn't deserve the win you are incredibly <laughs> lucky yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> two and they're, nine they're just yeah i mean that, those kind of 
those kind of shouts are just you just got to get you've been really like, fortunate haven't you your names of your people like so your, your flex positions that have scored all the points this week Taylor Gabriel Mark West Wilson Dontrell Ilman um, Deshaun Jackson Tyreek Hill Malcolm Mitchell Benny Fowler Kenny Stills who thought that was the case but we, we spoke about Inman Inman was on the pod week six I think a number of them are certainly on the on the radar you mentioned Marquise Wilson um, receiver out of Chicago Caught, got himself a touchdown pass. Is he someone that you're looking to pick up at this stage? Maybe offer you some points. Can Chicago, can you ever rely on a Chicago receiver at the moment? If they can actually learn to catch the ball. I mean, I think that's probably why he got a touchdown was that everybody else was dropping them. I mean, there was some shocking, shocking catching or lack of in that game. It's a, it's a funny time of season because I don't think if you're at the top of your league, you're going to be needing a a guy like that because you probably got players that are doing that for you anyway which is why you're at the top of the league and if you're at the bottom you're chasing people anyway so you probably are but he's not going to do it again and you've probably been burnt too many times so you're probably going to stick with your guy that's getting you five points a week it's it's yeah. a difficult one it really is the waiver wire is dead by this point of the season anyway I think as as you rightly say if you're you're doing well you don't need it you, you're, you're not doing so well it's not gonna it's not gonna do you any favours as you're just you're taking punts on players like that, aren't you? So, so you mentioned that, Doug, and you know if you if you're still playing fantasy football at this point, um, and you're still relevant, you, you, you're facing forward, you're looking at the playoffs. Otherwise, this is just a pastime. What players are on the championship winning teams, boys? What players are going to be the ones to take any given team to that uh, to that chip? Um, I think Drew Brees in the quarterback position, he's, he's on a team that is just lined up to score a boatload of points and he's got a lot of um, lot of weapons. He's going to, from, from the quarterback position, if you've got him in your team, you, you always stand a chance. As I found out to my detriment a few times this year, any team that got lucky enough to have LaShawn McCoy and Ezekiel Elliott are going to do all right. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> if, if, you, if you've got one of those guys, you're probably all right. But I think... Mike Evans. Mike Evans was not a first-round draft pick, so if you got Mike Evans, you could potentially have Mike Evans and Andrew Brees and Ezekiel Elliott in your side, and if you have, you're almost certainly in the playoff final. Absolutely. Yeah, agree. Just, just, just to point out this week, guys, did, did you know the top five players of the fantasy week were Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Three Drew, points. Drew Brees, obviously. And then Trevor Simeon and Mark Ingram rounding out. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Simeon, and Mark Ingram rounding out that top five. Fuck Trevor Simeon. He's a knight. <laughs> <laughs> 368 yards and three touchdowns. No picks. That's elite quarterback. So if you've got Drew Brees, Mike Evans, Ezekiel Elliott, or LeSean McCoy, um, you're probably going to have a, a decent chance at going all the way this year. So there's your fantasy news. Good luck. Uh, and if, you know, if you're still playing and still relevant uh, for you and us, then uh, yeah, let's see how we get on. That's fantasy for this week. Let's play that jingle again, innit? Big Ben, Bill Benichick, Matt Prescott, Fat Rob, Defensive Players of Idiots. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a bit of a treat for you. Uh, last week, uh, we did our ultimate team. Um, you will know we've done quarterbacks and tight ends. Uh, we had a discussion about running backs. 
uh, Mark weren't with us, but Martin was. Uh, so here it is. Last few weeks, we've been talking about uh, our, our NFL ultimate team. Um, what positions we've got, lads? We've got QB, which is the man who shall not be named. That motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> we got we, we got we got tight ends. Tony G, um, uh, yeah, Tony Gonzalez, uh, and today we're going to discuss running backs. We so, are. gentlemen, who is on your list and who wants to kick us off? I'd I'd like to kick off by not actually talking about anybody and brilliant. Just That's saying, how we roll on the Wonka pod. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about with QBs and tight ends as well how. They've got to prove themselves over a long career. There aren't that many exceptional running backs that have, have done it over a 10, 12, 15-year period. Um, you know, a, cu- a couple of names on the list, I mean, that have named some of our notes, like Terrell Davis sticks out. I mean, who's had, what, two or three years at the top. So I think there could be some names in the discussion, legitimately, who should be talked about, but haven't actually had that. 10 plus year career and at that position that's fair enough you mentioned Terrell Davis he's my first vote to be honest he's definitely on my list he's on my list but not first why you got him first Doug? let me just give you some numbers right well the numbers are where he loses out aren't they no 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 career career (laughs) okay Dougie was hoping you might say that no 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 okay so in his first four seasons 6,513 yards and 56 touchdowns. That's fucking mental. Two 2,000 yards. Three all-pro seasons in a row. Tied for Emmitt Smith with the most uh, postseason 100-yard games, and he has the highest playoff rushing average per carry and 142 yards per game in the playoffs. Um, And don't forget forget the, the biggest kicker, Elway didn't have a ring until he had a Terrell Davis. Yep. That's that's all fine, but what have Tiki Barber, Thomas Jones, and Ricky Williams got in common? Domestic abuse. <laughs> drug offences. <laughs> Possibly. Definitely drug offences, but they've all got significantly more career rushing yards. So I'm contradicting my own initial point, um, but yep. you know, they, they've all got 10,000 career rushing yards. Yeah, but you could have a, you, and, could, you know, that's, that's 60 yards a game over 10 years. Is, is, is one of the other things that the short season doesn't, or the short career doesn't allow for, is that little bit of a tail off towards the end, where a lot of the other guys' averages. You know, Terrell Davis was lucky; he played on a pretty good team for his time. He didn't have, you know, Emmett Smith played on, on you know, on, on almost a, you know, a generation-setting um, Cowboys team, but some of the others played on some pretty ropey teams that would have affected this. If, if Zeke Elliott packs it up at the end of this season, his stats will, you know, never be beaten because his averages yeah. will be that much higher because he's got a smaller sample size. But there'd be, so, a qualifying, uh, uh, there'd be a qualifying amount of carries though, wouldn't there? It wouldn't be like one season because you've got, if if that was the case, then you'd look at RG3 as being the greatest QB of all time. It depends what stat you look at, isn't it? So if you go on averages and things like that, it's, it starts to skew because you've got a smaller sample size. There's no doubt that Terrell Davis in that late period of the kind of mid to late nineties was far and away the best running back in the NFL. There are limits though. You can't, you can't just, I mean, I wouldn't include, for example, Chris Johnson on the back of say a 
a 2,000-yard season and very little else. I think you've got to do a bit more than that to be in the conversation. But yeah, TD, surely. I mean, he, he has, hasn't he? I mean, I've got, I've got many of them. I've got Terrell Davis. I think, Dougie, you made the point. I mean, all the yards are brilliant, but I like the, 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 the two stats for me is, one, is he did it in the postseason. He made the difference in two. You know, like you say, the two rings came when Terrell did. Um, I want to yeah. chuck one in there, um, and that is Ladanian Thompson. You made the point before, and we've had this conversation, does rings, uh, how important is that when you're evaluating the end of a career? He never got the rings. He was on a, a good team at times, average most of the time, but can we say he, he was the best running back of his time, potentially? One of the things that he brought to the running back position was he was the best receiver on that Chargers team most of the time. Mm-hmm. You look at a lot of the other running backs, they're known for their running. Now, LT was probably as dangerous, if not more dangerous, with his hands catching the ball than running the ball. And he was a bit of a game changer when it came to that versatility uh, at running back. That, that, the Chargers having like a third and 14 and a little screen to LT or even, even you know, a bit more downfield, you, you would not... You know, the San Diego Chargers, the mid-2000s, late-2000s, it didn't matter how many yards to go on third down. You did not relax when you're playing against them. And we certainly, as the Tennessee Titans, came up against him and lost enough times in that period. I would agree to an extent, but as a Chiefs fan, I don't think he was the best running back in that division because we had Larry <laughs> Johnson. So, you know, um, so, you know, yeah, he was great, but Larry Johnson. So we briefly touched on um, Emmett Smith, who, who, who uh, part of that legendary Dallas side, uh, and surely, surely, there's some love for Adrian Peterson. Uh, you know, this is the first year we've seen that he is actually human. Uh, before this year, I'm pretty sure we all believed he was half man, half machine. Uh, this guy dominated the position for five years. Yeah, it's not the first injury he's had. He's come back from a an ACL in the past and being equally prolific after that, hasn't he? Have I just <laughs> stolen uh, <laughs> stolen your point, Doug? Even? No, no, I just um, I just have a little, you know, yes, he beats up his kids. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering where... <laughs> yes. It is alleged that he may have paid some people or used money from his foundation to fund an orgy where three of his relatives attended... And there was four women. He may have done that. He may have done that. But he is the highest running. Most weekend. He is the right. He is the high. The highest paid running back in history. And he has a fear factor unlike any other running back in the NFL. If your team's playing against AP, you don't care about anything else. You need to lock down AP, and that's what separates him from a lot of running backs in the NFL. And teams couldn't, even though they stacked the box. They knew the Vi- all the Vikings could do is run the ball with Adrian Peterson, and teams still couldn't stop it. They put all eleven men to try and tackle him, and he'd just run over people, like run past them, run through them, run around them. You know, he he was probably the the perfect physical specimen when it came to playing running back. The only thing on field, anyway, the only criticism I'd ever have of him would be putting the ball on the floor. Which he, which early in his career he did a bit too much, 
I mean, but you take you take that. You're not going to drop him. Yeah, you'd you? take it every week, wouldn't you? He he once had a season in high school where he ran for three and a half thousand yards. They play ten game seasons <laughs> in high school. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> when you hear some of those elite players stats in high school it makes you think what the fuck happened? <laughs> like literally basically he just ran up and down all game <laughs> like, i mean that, that brings me nicely on to, they, the, to the to the to i think we we've mentioned him but we really should talk about barry shouldn't we surely everyone's yeah, gonna vote for barry yeah, right yeah. listen yeah when barry was um in high school do you know who he backed up I'm trying to think what sort of period that had been it come and if you were playing this high school you would surely have a bad hammy that day let me put it. It was Thurman Th- Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine playing a high school with Thurman Thomas and the change of pace back was Barry Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on third and twelve. We're going to bring in Barry Sanders. Yeah. On the screen. Um, and, I mean, and also, just to just another th- fact about this. Do you know who the Lions management or the the Lions owners wanted to draft the year that they drafted Barry Dion? It was the head coach. The head coach was the only person that wanted to draft Barry Sanders. What a draft did they, did that they must just have call been. The wrong Sanders. Just what a draft, though. If, if your if your choice is literally Barry or Deion Sanders, literally two 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 all time greats at their position is, is yeah. Sophie's choice. I mean, for for those listeners who maybe aren't particularly familiar with Barry Sanders, I, I, the best way of describing it is he he, he was on a a pretty bum average team damn right dog shit at times and, and and everybody couldn't tackle him and and I want to be really specific everybody on the other football team couldn't tackle this man when he ran it, it, whether it be power elusiveness pace you just couldn't stop him sometimes you could in the backfield like a long way in the backfield like 15 yards you can only backfield. stop him yeah. before he got he before was, he started got, going didn't he have like a couple of seasons he had over like 200 yards negative running you know but, um, oh yeah, I, I can, well, but then equally, like I say, he played on... That just makes his stats look even more impressive. What, what it tells it? you is it literally was give the ball to Barry for, yeah. for, for 10 years. Can I just run some stats past you about Barry Sanders? Well, obviously, Doug. Well, we so, wouldn't expect anything less, mate. Wake <laughs> me up when you're done. 10 years straight, <laughs> Barry Sanders made the Pro Bowl. 10 years straight. And the All-Pro team. He was a Rookie of the Year. He won the MVP. In 1996, after two, after week two, he had 53 yards rushing. Do you know how many yards he finished that season with? Probably about 1,200. 2,053. <laughs> yeah. A year after he random. retired. Well, Sanders. you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's, that is the ultimate so, mic drop, isn't it? And he, and, and, and yeah. he, he bowed out yeah. at the top as well. He had three or four good years left in him, but he just went, you know what? I just don't fancy it. And one of the other things that I really, really enjoyed about him, whenever he scored a touchdown, no celebration, no nothing, just go and hand the ball to the official, trot off the field. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's his dad told him, you know, I don't want to actually, I think he did some showboating or whatever in high school. Dad said, no, 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 none of that. None of that. Give the ball to the official. Just jog off the pitch, and that's all he did ever since. He, he scored a fair few touchdowns as well. What, what so, are, two? are there so any, other, any other names that we haven't mentioned that so we were guilty of doing this before of sort of making decisions and and not talking about some guys? Not who, for me. They're the clear three for me. Uh, the three that I mentioned. They're, they're, I'm happy with them as well, gentlemen. Uh, so, is it a unanimous vote, Doug? You tell me, boss. Um, 
Well, I, like, I, I can't. Like, I can't pick between AP, TD, and Barry. I'm going to let you pick between your three and come back to you, Adam. I just, I just wanted to say before, before we pick these guys, I couldn't. And my, my, pretty much my favorite ever running back. I, I, I just want to give him a mention because he, he made the Tennessee Titans. Well, pretty much when they moved to Tennessee, he, he really made them a good team for many years, and that's Eddie George. Now he, he got pretty close to winning a ring one yard away and all the rest of it. Um, but he, he, when Steve McNair was running that offense, made the difference. Jeff Fisher's finest. I mean, one of the things that we um, didn't mention earlier in this bit, and in case you hadn't listened before, this is just within our lifetime. So we appreciate the Walter Paytons and the Jim Browns and players like that. Oh. But we never got to see them oh. live. We, we never saw them in the flesh. So we're only talking about people that played the game sort of from that kind of early, mid-90s onwards. Um, and the only other one that I'd, I'd quickly mention, I, I thought watching growing up as well, was Jerome Bettis, the bus. How yeah, a great, dude, great shout, yeah. How a dude that big moved that well, got the yards he got, because he wasn't getting around the corner and, and skipping down the sideline. He was trucking people week in, week out. And he's ended up on, you know, he's on all kinds of all-time lists. He was an absolute monster. And, of all the running backs that we've got on our list, I would think if you were playing defence, he would be the last one you'd want to see in that backfield because you'd be going, oh, no, this is really going to hurt. Yeah. Oh. So, lads, I'm going to push you all for, for, for a pick. Are we doing two RBs? I think so. Yeah. Are we going with yeah, two RBs now? Yeah, two. So, let's, get, let's, get, so let's go one. Let's go one. I think one will be unanimous. Let's go... Barry. Um, Barry. Barry from Doug. Barry from Martin. Barry. Adam. And yeah. I'm going to go Barry as well. Doug, RB2. Terrell Davis. Oh, Terrell Davis. Martin. Yeah, I'm happy with Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Mm. Uh, Emmett Smith. And I'm going to go Adrian Peterson. So Terrell Davis Terrell gets Davis. the RB2 spot. And I'm, I think. I'm gutted for Adrian. I think that nicely sort of uh, makes up for me completely blanking him at the London uh, game, doesn't it? <laughs> for those that don't know I um, I was setting up the cameras at Wembley and I noticed Handsome Hank from the Damashek podcast in the crowd and I went up Hank how you doing how you doing shook his hand oh, I listen to the podcast all the time walked back down to the bottom of the steps walked away from the stadium turned around had a look back Terrell Davis was sat next to him sucks <laughs> literally sucks that, that's got to be the best thing that ever happened to Handsome Hank <laughs> it's worth watching Terrell Davis go back and watch those America's games because the season that he got his 2,000 yards, I think he sat out something like about eight quarters of football because they were so far ahead going into the second half that he got benched. Yeah. He probably left another six, 700 yards on the pitch because they, they didn't do, you know, they didn't run him into the ground. He, he got some time off. He, it's he had, a, it's know, also worth crazy. watching the tackle that he made on special teams in the first preseason that he got drafted. Yeah. Was, that, was that the one in Japan? It was a kickoff. Or in Tokyo, a kickoff or that they covered, and he went down. Yeah, and absolutely yeah. marmalized some dude on a kick return. <laughs> I think it was in. I think it was in Tokyo on a, a preseason mm-hmm. tour, and they reckon had he known how to speak Japanese, he may never have come back. <laughs> so, uh... so there you have it. Um, we have our quarterback, uh, that arsehole from New England. We have our title, <laughs> the legendary Tony Gonzalez. We have. 
RB1, uh, the Barry Sanders, and we have RB2, uh, Denver's Terrell Davis. Next week, wide receivers, boys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Boys, still happy with them picks? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Adam? Neither of them have done much wrong in the last week, so I'm happy with them. <laughs> this is true. Mark, Mark, what would you have said? I think I think Barry Sanders is obviously a great shout, and he was. It doesn't matter what you would have said. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd I think I'd have had to have put um, Emmett Smith in my top two. Because um, that guy was class and honourable mention to Thurman Thomas for my bills, um, but Barry Sanders doesn't matter because you've already picked. But yeah, Barry Sanders, I agree. Okay, so that's your uh, ultimate team. We'll be looking at uh, wide receivers next week. Wide receivers next week, isn't it, boys? Are yeah, we, as long you, as we're not you, making promises, we we can't keep. Unless you want to um, do centers <laughs> running long again. And... <laughs> At, at some stage, we'll do wide receivers. I, 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 I like that, boys. <laughs> Need to be honest. Cool. I'm with you. <laughs> so now that takes to a week 13, one sentence, one-ish sentence previews. Some sentences. Uh, bits. Absolutely. For, uh, and, and, and it is polished. Everyone's definitely done their preparation. I've definitely written my one sentence previews. <laughs> so, uh, so we can, need a could go anywhere. This could go literally anywhere. <laughs> good, good, good. Lit- literally. <laughs> um, so, uh, on our really, really fucking cool Lost Tapes or Lost Pod, I suggested we use uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, some version of. So, uh, Dougie, do some technical magic and play that tune, man. One sentence previews. Philly at Cincinnati. Too many injuries for the Bengals. The Eagles to get back on track here. KC at Atlanta. KC to be found out. They just won't keep up with the Dirty Birds. Buffalo at Oakland. A game the Bills need to win to stay in contention for a wildcard. Dallas at Minnesota. Prescott continues to shine. Minnesota continue to disappoint. Houston at Green Bay. Packers, you were looking better this week. I really need you. Step up again. Denver at Jacksonville. I fancy the Jags for an upset. Denver just cannot score points. Carolina at Seattle. The Hawks will be pleased to get back in front of the 12th man against the Sliding Panthers. Indy at New York. Jets really got to show something here. I fear the season's already over. San Francisco at Chicago. Surely this is a tie, as it's hard to believe that either team can win a game right now. LA at New England. 7-9, and nine, more like 4-12. and 12. Detroit at New Orleans. A great game to judge just how for real the Lions are. Tampa at San Diego. Should be loads of points for two teams on the cusp of being relevant. Washington at Arizona. This could be Carson's goodbye game. He looks done to me. Giants at Pittsburgh. One of the games of the week. Can't wait to see Beckham and Brown in the same game. And Miami at Baltimore. J train for spotty, baby. Get voting. (laughs) (laughs) Bit late for that. We can still yes. affect it. We can still affect it. Don't be so negative. It is yeah, never. still a chance. <laughs> do you, know, you, do you, know what? you haven't you haven't heard you, by any other business yet. And if you believe in your heart is pure, magical things can happen. <laughs> who's the, who, who's Clear the eyes, full hearts, mate. Clear eyes, full hearts. Who, who, who's the fellow who's in charge of um, uh, snooker? Harry Hearn. <laughs> <laughs>
Weren't he moaning? Oh, was it a darts fella who was moaning that they don't talk to him about the spotty thing? Like darts or snooker guys moaning that they they got no shout for for spotty. So I can't see J Train getting much action if we've got <laughs> got our guys here who are already crying about it. Although I do like the shout, Doug. I, 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 it's a, it's original. And at least he's an actual sportsman rather than a darts player, which yeah. is a game, right? It is yeah, a game. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, having players. having worked closely with the darts players, the drinking is more of a sport than the darts. Those <laughs> yeah. boys can put it away. <laughs> yeah, the, well. their ability after consuming the amount of drink that they have, their yeah. ability to still ping those darts in that tiny little square is incredible. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, their belts work hard. <laughs> yeah, <they> before, <laughs> there's a lot of elasticated on. waistbands on the darts world tour, mate. <laughs> Before we get to our any other business, uh, one more shout. If you are on Twitter, make sure you check us out, Long Snap Pod. Um, Facebook users, like the page, get involved, Long Snapper Pod. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes, Long Snapper Podcast. Now let's do our any other business. Who wants to kick us off? I'll go, I'll go first because we've just kind of been talking about it. Um Jay Ajayi, I mean, he's not one of the 16, is he? Spotty. Sports bollocks. personality of the year. It's bollocks, mate. It's, it's bollocks. It is bollocks. Just, it is. That, that's pretty much, that's pretty much my rant. It used to be in the, <laughs> like, the, in the 80s, early 90s, Sports Review of the Year, it used to be called. It was a brilliant show. I looked forward to it for weeks. Yeah. Watching all the footage of all the, the sport that had gone on during the year. Most of it was probably on Grandstand. But it didn't matter. It was fantastic. It was a proper program. Now it's just BBC self-congratulation. It ignores other sports. I mean, other than snooker and darts, of course. It obviously ignores the NFL. But that's fine. It's just, I mean, yes, we've had an Olympic Games this year. Yes, it's been superb. I'd love to see one of those people win the award. But it won't be. It will be Andy Murray. Yeah. yeah, it was a great march. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You're not a personality. <laughs> he's made an attempt at the impressions of there, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I like Andy. Leave him alone. He just wants to play tennis. I like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> genuine, genuine question, because the BBC have obviously started showing highlights with um, Ocio Minora and the other guy. Um, genuine question, do you think that um, Ajayi will, will actually get a mention because the, the BBC are clearly paying some attention to the NFL at the moment not that many of them know anything about it um, do you reckon that they will touch on it at all in that programme and will there be a London born JJ comment I'm going to play um, sports personality of the year drinking games and anytime they say London born finish my pint <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching the NFL while that's on because it will be on at the same time yeah, fair shot. Yeah, I couldn't give a monkey's fuck about it. Edited to save Dougie's job. You're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so we're cheery over here at the long stack. <laughs> I didn't realise. I'm going to go next. And um, it's less of a rant, more of a disappointment. Uh, some of you may know I like trainers. Uh, I spend a lot of time sort of like, Looking at trainers and shit. Twelve or thirteen. The that you've done about trainers. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it may be. It, it absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's not actually about trainers. However, you will remember 
uh, Back to the Future, because you are all old as shit. So I know you. <laughs> <laughs> back to the Future. And, he's, he's, uh, got us there. he's got us there. Not, not long ago, uh, trainer release, which was the Night Mag, which you, you remember Marty, whatever his name is, Marty, who played... What's Marty, it, McFly Marty McFly Jr. Marty McFly. Marty McFly uh, wore, wore, wore the boots and they made the boots and they're self-lazing. You can buy them for £48,000 if, if you wanted to spend as much. However, that's not the point that I'm making. Yes, you made some boots. They're fucking cool. Not worth forty-eight grand, obviously, uh, but the fact that they do up themselves is amazing. Why the fuck have you not made the hoverboard? Listen, I'm thirty years old, G. I remember watching this shit, thinking there's obviously gonna be a hoverboard. Why the fuck do we not have a hoverboard yet? Working? Why am I walking? <laughs> I should have an actual, not one with wheels. That's not a hoverboard. That isn't a hoverboard. I want a hoverboard that hovers on the ground. I don't want you wasting time making the trainers that lace up use the fucking board that's my one who's next just physics you know <laughs> just just physics whatever whatever <laughs> um and come they, through they even, predict, they even predicted the chicago cubs to win the world series in that movie so it's got to be it's got to be coming well they're only a year out on that <laughs> yeah. yeah oh bless him. who's next oh i'll go i'm go happy on. Um, it's it's a regurgitation of my whinge from the the lost pod really Christmas it was still <laughs> boys it's <laughs> fucking no, it's fucking November and all I get now is I've got my lad some stuff for Christmas and now all he does is because he knows it's coming he's watching the TV Paw Patrol is what he watches Jesus Christ and every time there's an advert comes on all he all I get is every other advert oh can I have that for Christmas can I have that for Christmas and if you say oh no sorry we've already got you some stuff don't worry about it Dad Santa will get it for me fuck off stop banging on. <laughs> Oh, my, my son said exactly the same thing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Santa, Santa will get it for me. No. Don't watch that, Dad. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was. Santa's not coming this year. He got found guilty of drink driving. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you trees had a word with Santa, yeah. and unfortunately, he's knackered. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's November. I wish that people in my office are starting to bang on about Christmas. They want Christmas music being played, and Jesus Christ, it's Fuck November. Off. Fuck yes, off. Quite, totally agree. <laughs> Fuck you lot. Look at look at my look at my living room. Yep. Don't tell me you've got a tree up. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tree up. Hey man. Ho fucking ho ho. Listen. <laughs> light, lighten up, gents. Bloody yeah. hell. My Fuck my tree. Like, my like tree's Christmas. up as well. My tree's up as well. It's up in the yeah. fucking loft where it should <laughs> be. I, 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 I didn't do it. Mrs. <laughs> did it. And it's nice to come home to. There's fucking lights and shit on it. It's nice, man. It's not nice to come home to in March when you're still hoovering up fucking pine needles. <laughs> um, All right, so let's let's go to Happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, a um, bit of a different, a bit, a bit of a, a deviation from my usual rants about various sporting personalities. I want to talk about <laughs> Robbie Williams specifically. Oh, I was a. I was at Wasps this weekend uh, working on their game and um, we were de-rigging after the game and a song came on which just infuriated me to the very core of my soul. Robbie Williams has made a living out of being just professionally... I mean, he was professionally good-looking for a, like a four-year period during Take That, right? Then he met Chris Evans and Oasis and got fat and did loads of drugs and then he went and had a breakdown and came back with angels and all that kind of stuff and became professionally annoying as well as, you know, professionally sort of semi-good looking. Then he, he's obviously gone away and had another breakdown and come back. And 
this song played, which I've seen him on a couple of interviews. He was on Graham Norton, and he thinks he's like this is really deep, introspective person, right? These are the lyrics to the song that I heard at Wasps. I love my life. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am free. I love my life. I am wonderful. I am magical. I am me. I love my life. I am not my mistakes, but God knows I've made a few. I started to question the angels, and the answer they gave was you. Robbie, a wordsmith, you are not. That is gubbins <laughs> of the very highest order, and is arrogance on a level that I cannot even comprehend that you would commit that to whatever format of recording you want to, re- to release that on. It is comprehensively one of the worst songs I've ever listened to and will poison people's ears for the next 50 years because it will be played on Heart and Magic FM until the cows come home because little tweeny girls who are now in their 40s and have put on a bit of weight run around going, oh, Robbie Williams was good looking in the 90s, weren't he? It is horrific and I want it burnt like Mein Kampf was burnt and all the books were burnt in Nazi Germany. It is that bad that I cannot even... The, the lyrics are on my screen and I want to I, I want to punch my screen so that you get that nice li- liquid LCD effect over the screen to rid my eyes of that shit. I welcome your comments. Um, I, I don't think you can ever, ever again moan about having to edit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're too long. Oh, <laughs> two hours of recording rubbish down to an hour. Oh. Tell me I'm not wrong. Tell, t- tell me I'm not wrong. Robbie is a no, cunt. I couldn't agree with you anymore. He, no. he is a cunt. No. He is. Just infuriating um, me. I don't, I don't have a good word to say about that guy. I'm in charge of the uh, the music at work, and if a Robbie Williams song comes on on like one of the Spotify playlists that's playing, um, the, all the girls are all like, oh, leave it on, leave it on. It's brilliant. It's Robbie. Fuck off. Yeah. Skip. Yeah. What no, about his no, Christmas no, no. song? Has he done a Christmas song? Oh, oh it'll be some shit no, about one. how he, he dressed did, up as Santa once when he was on Speed or something. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> did he do that song with Nicole Kidman once? Fuck off, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, so, I'd like to send a big shout out to Canterbury who are uh, doing Canterbury, the rugby kit makers who I'm going to a little thing that they're hosting tomorrow. Thanks to Russell Milton and his uh, All Over podcast, which you should all listen to. Wait, wait, wait a fucking Martin, minute. Martin wait, 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 wait. Did you just get a little, you got a little bligh from Russell and them to let you go to this free dinner? And, yeah, mate. I'm making that podcast yeah. money. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're even giving us free stash as well. I got an order form today. I genuinely got an order form today from Canterbury to fill in to get my free stash. Mate, what's going on? Where is the stuff? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And if anyone's listening from Under Armour, I love your stuff. I'm a very keen runner. Dougie's already gone big time. Ah, let's Twitter blitz Under Armour. Let's get loads of free shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anyone's I... listening from Virgin Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari, we love your cars. Yeah, so there may be a few te- uh, tweets from the at Long Snapper podcast account with uh, Canterbury in it tomorrow. So just... Uh, Brilliant. Dougie's, Dougie's whoring. Sold himself out already. That's yeah. Making those podcast dollars. With, a, with <laughs> the <gone>. quickness. <laughs> All right. The Long Snapper pod in association with... <laughs>
Yeah. The following. Anyone that will give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, speaking of shameless plugs and whoring themselves out, Martin's also uh, made a request, not turned up, by the way, but made a request. <laughs> that we, uh, <laughs> plug his his baby's um, exploding or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Doug, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, Doug. Come exactly, on. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, Martin's well, vagina, we all know. <laughs> Martin's asked us to give a shout out to the Cambridgeshire Cats. Um, check out Grassroots Gridiron um, story of Martin's team, Cambridge Cats, uh, Cambridge TV. The link will be on the Twitter. Check that out. And uh, yeah, I think if, that you be, if you can be bothered, like it, he couldn't be bothered to turn up today. Absolutely, yeah. we, and we still plug this shit. So Martin knows. Hmm. I think that's us for tonight, boys. Nice one. Nice one. Cheers. Take it easy. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Okay, so if you're still with us. You know we reserved the last part of the podcast for our uh, own personal league. So, gentlemen, it's crunch time. We got two teams that are in, um, and the rest of the playoff places generally sewn up. We'll be seeing. Well, in the national, um, I've I've got one one regular season game left. I'm six and six. Um, the the Sioux Girls One Cup's a great name, by the way. Um, Craig, fuck you. The worst name. It's, it's, at least it's relevant. At least it's an American football reference. Hey, listen, Whatever. Craig, I was wondering about that last week. Do you actually know what the reference is? Do you get what it is? Because I was thinking maybe it's no. a bit before your time. Yeah. Have you ever maybe, heard of have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of two girls, one cup? I haven't, mate. You've not then heard you of two don't girls, know the cup. reference. So go look it up. Go look it up. Well it was shit. I, I I got Sue. Cultural, uh, cultural, cultural phenomenon. Two girls, tr- one cup. Trust us, Craig. Go on to Google and look for two I'll girls, trust one us. cup. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and then, then you'll get it. impressive opening gambits. I still, <laughs> I still think it's dog shit. <laughs> so I'm, 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 it's me playing Doug final week, and I need you boys to help me out. The, the, t- the two teams above me, Red Sixty One and the Brown Bears, are both seven and five. If I win, I'll go seven and six. Those two, those two teams are playing each other, so one of them is also going to end up seven and six. But I can't work out if I can still get in. What's the tiebreaker? Points, Points scored. Points. I don't think you'll... I don't think it's not looking likely, is it? It's got, I'm going to have to have a massive win, and probably I'm relying on... I don't know. It's. I need to win is big. Is it points or is it head-to-head? I don't know. We'll have to clear that up. Yeah, can't tell. Because I need to, I need to beat if it's points. I need to beat Doug massively in the final week, and I need one ways to annihilate the other one. Not like that, and then hopefully, um, hopefully I can sneak in. But I think it might be sewn up in our league even with a win. Standings tiebreaker points four. Points yeah, four. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. I need well over hundred. Like, yeah, it's all over, mate. I need well over 200. Because I was going <clears> to, <throat> if it was a case of um, Neil or, uh, sorry, if it was a Craig of Martin or Craig missing out, I would have thrown the game. <laughs> not, the not, one, not even. The only one possible is Martin. Martin would have to score virtually nothing and I'd need to score well over 100. Yeah, basically, yeah. So we've lost Craig, so I'll resume hosting. Um, the National, International League, that's the, the top two are, Pretty much sewn up there, learners top and Larroja. Yeah, and then it's well, the buys. The buys sewn up. Yeah, and then it's down to whether one of the other teams that are five and seven, the three, the, the three bottom teams that are five and seven, can catch the All Stars at six and six. And um, 
the All Stars are playing Larocca. So that um, could be a loss. And could be a loss. Passes learners. Oh, that's a shame. Heroes it would have been great if yeah. it was the All Stars heroes. Yeah, well, the heroes, the heroes stand a bit close, um, and they're playing the Bazooka Lions. So you've got to find they've got to fancy their chances. Yeah, I mean, um, it's only really the heroes that have a chance, isn't it? If you look at the points yeah. for. Yeah, so. if it's points for then. Oh, Craig's back. Oh, Craig. Uh, so what, what what did you just talk about? Because Skype just died on me. I don't know why. <laughs> don't worry about it. Sweet. <laughs> no, we, were just, <laughs> we were just saying the, the, the international league is really close, but realistically, it's only end zone heroes or the all-stars that will go through based on the points. Yeah. And I need to, in order for me to qualify, um, we need Martin to virtually score nothing and me to beat Doug with scoring well over 100 points. No. So basically, I think it's set. Yeah. If the you only, ask me, if you ask me, the biggest game of the week, or the biggest, the biggest decider of the week, is between me and the Dragons for who is the worst team in the league. Because I yeah. believe this may be the first year that we do some kind of forfeit, wasn't it? That was mentioned. I don't know. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> well, are, you, are you doing are you doing what me and Martin had the agreement of where you got to wear the other person's oh no wait you'd be at the mercy of the league yes this should be a forfeit it has to be like a sacco it has to be some sort of right, it's always going to be yeah. when it's me isn't it I believe you've finished bottom of the yep. league before haven't you Craig never 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 ever 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 <laughs> well look in, in the one thing I've got going for me is that you're playing Nick, so that he'll lose. I've just yeah. Got to beat, I'm going to pump Nick. I've just got to beat great uh, Mark. Sorry. Yeah. So forgetting the irrelevant games and talking about the relevant games, who are we picking to win it all this year? Anyone but you or Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but who? I think if Neil gets in, I fancy Neil personally. Now he's got Mike Evans. Doug has gone Neil. That's that's Mark? a popular vote anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I t- it's, it's tough. I'm 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 gonna say that Craig. I hate it. I hate it. But now you've got Derek Carr. You, if you with Shady and Zeke, I think you've got a good chance. I think you've got a good chance. Don't don't be so upset about him. No, mate. It's all right. Well, you know, I mean, it's worse right. than Trump, man. It's, it Listen, is, it the, is. the sun the sun will rise in the morning bro. <laughs> the sun will rise in the morning but you won't stop talking <laughs> wait I'm going to tell you something I'm getting a good 10 minutes <laughs> if it happens no I think I think the Randy Learners um, they I still like the Randy Learners um, yeah, I, p- I picked them at the start of the year I think they've got a great chance but don't don't, don't rule out the dynasty boys that's all I'm saying is that uh, is that do our Wonka chat this week? Yeah, wrap it up. All right, nice one, gents. Next week. Cheers. Cheers, mate.